Hello, my fellow Yankee fans. I know that it may be struggling and frustrating times currently in the Bronx, but just remember one thing. Baseball is a 162-game season. So, as the newest New Yorker once said, I don't know if you heard of him, but he did state, R-E-L-A-X, relax. Keys to the City is next. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys, and the Joseph Aguirre. So you know what that means. We're talking New York Yankee baseball. It is the state of the New York Yankees address today, ladies and gentlemen. No, we're not talking politics. We're talking the state of the New York Yankees. But the breaking news first, before we get in to the New York Yankees currently. Breaking news today featuring our New York teams. And just like I just started off with. R-E-L-A-X, for all the people that were saying, relax, deals will get done. And the breaking news today, New York Giants in all-pro nose tackle slash defensive tackle, Dexter Lawrence, agrees to a four-year, $90 million agreement, $60 million guaranteed, Ted. So when you see this money, boys, this guy was the best player on the New York Giants all throughout. Consistent from start to finish last year, a huge, huge part of that defense, an integral part of the core moving forward. You have to keep your core intact. And the New York Giants start, and Joe Shane start with big decks. So, Ted, quickly before we get into the New York Yankees, you see this deal. It's a good deal. It's solid. We were talking maybe $25 million per year for Dex, but he gets signed, and he's not going anywhere. All he's going to be doing is kicking ass and taking names for the next few years for Big Blue. Yeah, absolutely. You told me, you called me, hey, breaking news, bro. Giants got Dexter. I'm like, beautiful. I'm like, you know. Dude, I love it because everybody's like, oh, they're not going to sign now because of Daniel Jones' contract. But Michael Lombardi, how about you shove it up your keister? Pipe down. All these media guys. Pipe down, shut up, and shove it up your keister. Because the New York Giants got one of their all pros soon. Andrew Thomas eventually will. He just got the 50-year option. So, Joe, I'll, t- I'll ask you first, and then we'll get to the New York Yankees. When you saw this deal... You got to love uh, it. There's nothing yeah, else to Yeah, of say. course. You really, I, and I love the numbers on this. I think this is fantastic. Uh, again, as, as Ted said, he, he, you know, this guy's a powerhouse. He played great, you know, going into, I thought the year before, I thought he was much improved. And a lot of people were still down on Dexter Lawrence. Wasn't quite living up to the number 19 overall pick. It, and again, sort of like with, with uh, you know, uh, the guy right next to him, uh, uh, Williams, you know, it, it's the same thing. Sometimes these guys, you're not going to get a lot of sacks, generally speaking, from these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, six, seven sacks, about all, all you're expecting from the interior. But it's it's the pressure yeah. that these guys put on every single play. And and without Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence, this, this defense is not as good. So no. locking him in last year, locking this uh, uh, Lawrence going forward, I, I love everything about this Giants defense. You know, uh, okay. I love the direction uh, it's going. The middle dude, like the, the direction of this team is going, and I know that they're in. So it's 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 great to know that the Giants are finally moving forward, and feels like this regime has definitely got grasp of Big Blue. Just unfortunate that um, the Philadelphia Eagles are also in the, in the NFC because they continue. You to know what? Though the last time the Giants, on. when the Giants were great in the late '80s and into the early '90s, hell the in Eagles, the 2000s too. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, they we tend to coincide 
Philly and New York tend to be good at the same times. And, you know, well, Joe, we better figure it out because we have we have no answers for the Philadelphia Eagles for a long time. But I know what hold we... on once I did tell you Jalen Hurts. I know. I did tell you that last year. That yeah, that Joe, you are Joe, Joe, good. Joe, you have I gotta say, I'm gonna call you out right now. I think you might have more negative calls than you do positive calls because we're gonna switch over to where you've had a lot of negative calls over the years, and that is the New York Yankees over so- <laughs> The contracts are still good contracts, Stop, Joe. They're still good contracts. When you hold on, when you consider, Joe, that that hold on, you consider that somebody like Brian Reynolds just signed for what twenty four million dollars a year. Okay, so other guy, hold on. I understand he's he's terrible, but for ten million dollars a year in Major League Baseball to have a switch hitting outfielder with speed, if Joe, that can guy I, wasn't Joe, hold on. I, if he wasn't hitting a buck fifty, we wouldn't be talking about this. Hold on, Joe. Can I um? Can I get I paid to. ten million to sit on my ass and uh play here and there and then strike out four times? Take I would a love look it too. Go through all the rosters and all the salaries in baseball, and and tell me who else has a starting outfielder making ten million dollars a year. That's not a small market team. Let's see. He's bats one forty six with zero home runs, one it's RBI. Not good. <laughs> OPS of Listen, Ted, hold on. Before you go on with your nonsense, let me tell you something. Here's the thing. In the outfield. Trev, if he was making $17 million a year or $20 million a year and putting up those numbers, a Steinbrenner would have Joe, shot him Joe, or some get, crazy. Joe, Joe, he's bad. Joe, he's still getting paid. If he million was making $1 million a year, it's too much. <laughs> he deserves minimal, minimal effing wage, bro. He is, Joe, back in the day, you could have said, listen, I can rely on his gold glove defense. Solid outfielder, yeah. cannon for an arm. He plays like dog shit in the outfield. I want to just let it leave. Sucks, yeah, he's bro. missed a lot of balls recently. No, like, no, I can, no IKF, like, IKF has been a better option than him. Yeah, yeah. And this guy well, was listen, a shortstop this last just, year. This just explains the state of the Yankees right now. One, okay, we're going to get into a whole bunch, Trevor. And I know, Trevor, you're going to weed into it with injuries and blah, 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 and a bunch of other stuff. But this speaks about the Yankees, first of all, going into this season, going into a season with no left fielder. They had no left fielder. They did not have a reliable source left fielder. What team went in with no reliable? And then you had to know you didn't have a third baseman. You didn't have a third baseman. Two positions you were going into this start of the season with no guaranteed starter and no one that you could say, you know what, at least I know what I'm going to get from him, 120, 130. Donaldson, he's 37 years old. He had nagging injuries. He played poor last year. He was a gold glove third base. I think, Joe, I think Joe also liked that trade, too. Sh- so sh- I'm listen. Gonna, I'm going to put that on the $20 million a year for a former MVP. That's not Joe, bad. Joe, Joe, an MVP <laughs> that was like six years ago. Come well, on. I mean, Jeff, listen, Come I've lost. I haven't lost. He was, he was the on. MVP when Joey when, Bats was on the team still. When Come was on. when was Giancarlo Stanton's MVP season? 2018? Uh, I think Donaldson 2015. So again, you're not paying this guy $35 million for the next yeah. eight years. No, at least. I, I get so it. There's I get that. It. Listen, so I, we, listen, I think more my point, Teddy, and tell me if I'm wrong. Yes. If you're Hicks, automatically if wrong. He, Ted, if Hicks got hot and hit 350 this month, they could trade him for something. Absolutely. Because that contract I still doable. don't think so. I still don't think that so. That contract is doable for oh, any yes. team in baseball. Oh, yeah. That's why I say the contract, the number's not bad, 
the production's trash. Yes. I, I, I'm not arguing yes, and, that. And here's the thing. I but think at that dollar says, figure, it could be worse. I think he's trying to retract. I, here's the thing. He's, he's, burned the, he's burned the bridge with Yankee fans. So I don't think it would give two hoots if he bats 350 to Yankee fans. The, the first time he would screw up, they'd boo him. But I, do, uh, but I do agree with you that it's a situation where if he did get hot, first of all, I don't think the Yankees could trade him because we still have too many guys on the I.L., but as you said, someone might trade for him. Someone might see a valuable asset. As a, listen, someone picked up Joey Gallo last year. Someone, someone, and someone well, picked up for him this year too. So to act like they're total bombs, yeah. To our to our perspective, our twenty twenty vision as a New York fan, yeah, absolutely. They're absolutely trash. They're effing awful. Like they're they're the worst people. We'd rather play with two outfielders than just have to throw those because that's how I think Yankee feels. We've we're at ends wits with everything. I think with this team, I mean, Trev, I listened to Trev, hold on. I was just listening to the show, you know, Michael K show, you know, I watched that and and I listened to some of the fans because, you know, you always tell me about Giants Twitter and Yankee fans and people are screaming at like, Hey, like, why don't you bash Boone or why don't you bash cash? And he's like, I do. If you listen to me after the Astro games last year and other stuff, I'm like, fans are so effing unrealistic. They're unrealistic. They live in this fantasy. Well, Ted, we, we, Ted, we knew that when people were going – hold yeah. on. We knew this when people were posting Aaron Hicks and uh, uh, Greg Bird for Mike Trout trades back in like, on Facebook. But just, <laughs> you know, come on. But the unrealistic this. thing of like, listen, you we can bash Boone here. We could bash Boone. But I tell you there's not another manager. Don't give me manager. started. Here, here's what I would say is there's not another manager in the league that would do any better with this Yankee team. Joe Girardi. No, stop. Stop speaking stupid stuff. Be serious for two seconds. Okay, I'm just looking at the talking Yanks things. They have 13 players right now on the I.L., and there's probably more that are. But it's Aaron Judge. I don't know. MVP. Jared Carlos Stanton. MVP. Carlos Rodon. Cy Young Tedra. Luis Severino. Harrison Bader. Jonathan Wise. John, Josh Donaldson. Tommy Kaling. Lou Trevino. Frankie Montas. Scott Efros. Louis Gill. Ben Rivera, who's been on the I.L. since they Did traded. Did you say Jonathan Loiza, too? Yeah, I got him. Yeah, I got him. Um, I'm probably missing the other guy that they just had. Who went on? What was the other day? He just went on. Lou Trevino. He's on the IL. You're talking about very valuable assets on a team. That's an all-star team roster. That's that's relying on you. This is a team that listen. We made moves in depth for these type of players. Now, the biggest problem I think I have as a Yankee fan is you traded for guys that had injury concerns previously. So there is a much more greater chance for these guys to occur another injury. Now, I get it. I said to you this last night, and then I'll let you take over. The Rodon thing, right? The guy's only pitched 30 games in a season once in his career. One time he's pitched 30 games in his career. All right? He's had Mm -hmm. multiple injury concerns. Yeah. All right? But here's the thing. If Yankee fans, we're again, we got to go down. We're, we're effing psyched. We're again, this is great. But guess what? If you didn't give him six years, you were not getting him. And then you know what you would have said? Oh, Cashman's effing cheap. He, he don't want to spend money. Why don't you just go get the guys, this and that? So, you know, we spend the money. You get him for six years. You get him for whatever, 150, 41, whatever the money is. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. And we're happy. We're thrilled. But when it gets hurt, it's like, what did you do? Why, Cashman, how can you get a guy like Rendell? He He's hurt all the time. This is your fault. So what is it? Is it that we spent money and get hurt? And we, I mean, you can't have it both ways. No, people just want to have the – people want to make – I get frustrated as a Yankee fan because 
the injury things, though, it, since we've done this show, Trev, since I don't even know, it's been five, six years now, man. Damn, I can't believe how long we've done this show since the show. The one thing that us have, uh, the three of us have talked about to, to numb this is the amount of injuries this Yankee team has occurred since, I'll say at least that 2017 team. The amount of injuries that this team, between pitchers and hitters, every time we be, we repeat ourselves. Go back. We repeat. This guy's hurt. This, it's like it's a never-ending thing. It's like on a treadmill. It just Whatever comes around is going to flip back around. And it's just frustrating because you know if this team is healthy, you saw what their record was last year. They were 61-23 and 23 on July 8th last year. And since then, since July 8th last year, when you include this season – they're 57 and 61. I got to add the extra win. What is – hold on. Can I – I was going to say, what was that statement you just said? They're, they're like a never – like what was that? It's like a treadmill. Saying? It's like – No, it's like, no. you know what? I got a better one for you. It's like Ted's effing brain. It just keeps going and going and going and going. And going and just <laughs> Listen, stuff. if I could just like – if I could just do like, you know, no, uh, I, I, Pat McAfee and just say effing this and this and just – because the, the I don't want to use that word because I sound unintelligent, but it's such a frustrating thing where – that's how I feel because Joe said it for a thousand times, and I know. And we used to break his stones. It's like when this team's healthy, they are good enough. They are good enough. What do you mean? To win it to, all. I still break his stones. I'm waiting for him to say it today I so I can break his stones but again. The problem is, hear him say, "Oh, this team is going to the World yeah, Series." But the problem is, give me another team in baseball right now that has the amount of injuries, the amount of money that's on the injury guys that would that would at least be two games above 500. Right, so let me let me get in on, because, hold on, on this. No, no, because, no, 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 no. Hold on, because the Mets just got swept by the Detroit Tigers in a doubleheader right. yesterday and then today, and that's a team that spent 400 billion zillion dollars on their team and no one's saying shit about them. So I just so I literally just watched the time I have to say this. I'm going to put you on the, I'm going to blast yeah, you. Just right talk now. for 10 minutes. Right? I literally just put, I watched from about 11 minutes till we just hit 14 minutes. And from that moment, me and Joe had the handful of saying maybe less than 10 words. Guess what? Now it's a perfect YouTube. Now, like I just said, like we just said, it's a never ending process. With yeah. Ted and well, now <laughs> it's a good YouTube short that we can post. We could just cut that three minute clip. And just, <laughs> three minutes of this you talking. I know it's beautiful. No, but you're right. It, it is frustrating, but. I say this every year too, and I sound like I'm on repeat. And I'll just toss it over to Joe. Is that I personally, I know that they're 17 and 15, and the Rays are playing like the New York Yankees of last year, where they're down, they're already down eight and a half games, and have a massive series starting tomorrow against those Rays in Tampa. So we got to see how this plays out. Me personally, guys, I know it sounds so cliche, but as a Yankee fan, I don't care about the regular season. Just get into the postseason because I need to see this the success as a New York Yankees franchise. And I think we all can agree it ultimately comes down to are we talking about me or are we talking about Ted? I don't know who we're talking, talking about. about. He was talking about me. Talking Shane Nicks. <laughs> was that Shane Nicks? You know, if you could choose any to get tickled, who would it be? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't think of, what do we got over there? What's going on over there? What I was gonna say is until I got rudely interrupted. I can't stop thinking about who I want to see tickled now. <laughs> I me too. I was thinking about the whole right. time. Anyways, I, I'm not I'm not listening to this nonsense. I was just gonna say is that as a Yankee franchise, you're based off of success is based off of championships, not done with regular season success. Yeah, regular season helps, but we've seen in the past couple of years where the New York Yankees have had over 100 wins and get embarrassed by the Tampa Bay Rays, get embarrassed by the Boston Red Sox, and lastly, the Houston Astros. 
All I care about, I need to see what this team does in the postseason. Get into the postseason. Give yourselves an opportunity because baseball isn't won on May 4th. Two years ago, when Yankee a uh, Yankees record, 2021, May 5th, they were 16 and 14. They also won 100 games that year, too. They won 100 games. They lost to the Red, Red Sox. Or Red, yeah, they lost to the Red Sox. It was the wild card year when Garrett Cole got lit up. My point is, Joe, is that I care about what this team does offensively and as a collective unit in the postseason. Well, I've got bad news for you. Do this, you not think they're making to the playoffs? This team getting to the postseason, the task is daunting right now. It, it, is because, this your listen, bold prediction moving forward? Is that the I have a listen. If, if three teams come out of the East again, it, it it would that would be extremely difficult. Would you agree with that? Three teams coming out of the East again. Well, right now the Rays are and, twenty-five and six. The, yep. the Orioles are twenty and nine right now. Yeah, and 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 then you I'll still got Toronto, what, and you still Teddy, got Toronto. Teddy Boston. Teddy brought up the number uh, where the Yankees are fifty-six and sixty-one. What's Baltimore's record? Yeah. yeah. What's Baltimore's record from the second half of last year through this year? It's about 10 games better than the Yankees. So Baltimore's playing better. And Boston's I think that's a, but that's also better. a credit, Joe, for Baltimore. Toronto's better. I think that's a huge credit to the front office and developmental league of the office officials of the Baltimore Orioles that developed this young talent and end up getting them to the big leagues and how they perform at such a high level. I'm not going to say elite level right now, not yet, but at a high level. Whereas then when you see the Yankees, the the Orioles are finally starting to catch into their groove where they've been, they've been decimated. It was like the Astros back in the day when they were losing a hundred games consistently. And then they got first round picks and first round picks. And they took Jose Altuve. They took George Springer, Carlos Correa. They started having a core just like the Orioles. And look at the Orioles. Now they're 20 and nine. Last year, we thought they were going to be the worst team in the AL East. They were, I don't know, up until the last week going to possibly make the playoffs as a team. So you see how these two teams in their front offices and the way they develop their players is completely – that's why not, not Cashman. That's why I think Yankee fans are sick and tired of Cashman because you look at how the Orioles do it and then you see the Yankees doing it. The Yankees just go yeah, out and here, spend old time – hold on. Spend old money – Money on old-time – Josh Donaldson, Joe, you said it earlier. Josh Donaldson was the MVP. We break, we're breaking stones. But Josh Donaldson was the MVP in, I believe, 2015. Something like that. But that's still almost nine years ago. Like, we can't – but we're not living in 2015 now. This is 2023. John Carlos Stanton, when healthy, is an excellent offensive machine for us. Is a, is a unit for us. It's so important and critical for our success. But we're trying to see if we can get 2017 John Carlos Stanton. It's not happening anymore. Right. We're you still living in. We should develop players, though. But it's even, a, but Ted, hold on. And we've talked about this countless amount of times, too, as well, on, with Joe. Me and Joe have said it. With all the players that they've had, all the high profile prospects that they've they had in the. Hold out. on. But yes, that's my point. Is that why do the Orioles and teams like that and the Because Astros, you're not playing in front of New York fans where there's an expectation that if you don't win the. Get it, please, if you don't win the if you don't win the Super, I'll just say Super Bowl. If you don't win a World Series, it's a bust. Remember, okay. your thing was. A but also, ago, this is what oh, I was going to say. Give me one second. Hold on. You said the Yankees, it's a bust if they don't win the World Series. I want to say problem one thing. Is, when you play in Baltimore or you play in front of 6,500 people in Tampa Bay, no one gives a shit when you bat 196 in Tampa. But the okay, Yankees, I'm not, I'm there's not an expectation. Talking. That's why you see the Yankees a lot of times go after veteran guys. Ted. 
Look, you're, man, not listening to, you're not listening to my you're not hearing my why older guys get hurt for us. You're not hearing my point. No, I am hearing your point. Every guy that the Yankees have, young guy, has not panned out the way they want. Ian Kennedy, the Hugh, the Java Chamberlains, um, Debbie Garcia, Gary Sanchez, the only one that's still on the team that's even remarkably these has been uh great has been Judge. Volpe's batting what? I had it right here. Volpe's batting 221. He's starting to get hot. Oswaldo Cabrera, 196. Praza, 188. They're not playing well. They're getting their opportunities, Trev. That's not on us and them. It's on the player to succeed and get better. You either shit or get off the pot. They are not playing well enough, okay? When Jeter was a top pick, that's the last time the Yankees had a top 10 pick. was 30 years ago. When you're in the ALCS, you're not picking in the top five. That's why the Pirates, the Nationals, and the Astros can pick top three every year and get a top player. We're never going to get that top player because we're going to be in a championship, and the Yankee fans are never going to accept a rebuild. This is what not a champion. Team what championship are we talking about? But I'm talking when you get in the playoffs. If you're going to be in the ALCS for every year, you're going to be picking at the end of the draft. So it's like football. So what do you suggest the Yankees do then, Ted? Listen, that Andy I'm listening. Up. Tell me, the Yankees do it through free agency, but they're veteran guys. But the problem is they get hurt. And they have not lived up to the billing. And then when we go back to Joe's point, a young guy like Severino, the deal was great. It was four years, 40 million. Like, that's dirt cheap. Are you kidding me? But he hasn't stayed healthy. And when he's healthy, he's good. But it's the old saying, when he's healthy, not if he's healthy. It's when he's healthy. We know what the guy is good. He's good enough to be an ace. He's good enough to be the starter for an all-star team. He's just not healthy enough. Brandon, I'm not saying any good. of the, Joe, I'm not saying to these points to all these guys to come in and be superstars. The young talent I'm hasn't not, lived up to the billing. But trip. that's what I'm trying to also say is that, Joe, I'm not trying to say, oh, like Debbie Garcia, all these guys. I'm not, I'm not expecting Debbie Garcia to come in and be the next coming of Mariano Rivera or something like that. Or, or Jabba Chamberlain to be the next Roger Clemens or something. I'm expecting them to just contribute. Like these, like all those guys that we've said in the past really had no – contribution with the exception of Sanchez early on and then he faded off and and judge well Java I mean, that's had, it. Java had a Java had about a year and a half I know but that's what I was saying with Joe is that like it's fascinating that you just see all these teams I get it the Pittsburgh Pirates the Royals teams that are bad but eventually those teams that are so bad like the Astros were and the Orioles will eventually be catching up to the New York Yankees and it's well, already as long, happening. As long as you keep beating the trash cans, you'll be no problem. You'll have no problem. So don't worry about you it. You know, I'll say this, though, to Ted's point. The reason Houston became the team that they became was because of all those poor finishes and They're having awful. the number one pick and the top of the second round. And you're constantly bringing in superstar young talent. You've seen that with the Padres. Uh, and, and now, right, you're seeing them start to add to it. Here's where the Yankees have always gone wrong. Uh, immortalizing Seinfeld, the the Ken Phelps for Jay Buhner. Like Teddy said, in New York, the expectation, like, we're not going to waste our time to develop yeah. Jay Buhner. Ken Phelps, a great player. Yeah. Well, he was four years before that. He mm -hmm. long since was not a good player. Steve Kemp, Ruben Sierra, Butch Weiniger, this goes back to the to the early 80s for the Yankees where Jose Rio, Willie McGee, uh, Fred McGriff, those were all Yankee prospects that got traded away. The best pitcher in the National League of the 90s, Doug Drabeck. That was a Yankee prospect. They couldn't, they couldn't wait to, for him to develop and become a 20-game winner. 
they traded him. So the Yankees have always done that. The other curious thing, and you mentioned this before, Trevor, you were talking about Louis Castillo. And here's the thing. You look at Castillo and Frankie Montas last year. I get it. They didn't want to pony up. There was no way to know any of this was going to pan out the way this is. Or that Lou Trevino, the throw-in guy in the deal, is, is out with Tommy John. We went out and got Sonny Gray. Couldn't pitch in New York. Cashman's an idiot. Trade him to Cincinnati. He's an all-star. Cashman's an idiot. You know what I watched the other day? I watched a video when, when we did the show when they signed Garrett Cole. And I said, you know what I'm shocked by? The amount of idiots right now that are saying we should go get Mad Bum. Not that he's not, not the available one now. This was literally right after we signed Cole. A lot of people you'll remember were saying, now go get Madison Bumgarner. $300 million and we still weren't satisfied. We'll go get another $150 million pitcher. Yeah, because it's been the same they signed results the every obvious year. guy in the offseason in Carlos Rodon. Cashman's an idiot. That's the guy everybody wanted him to go get. He went and he got him. Son of a bitch is hurt. How is that? How is that Cashman's fault? How are any of these Cashman's fault? Well, a ten million dollar a year deal for Hicks. That was a great deal when they signed it. I would say the only it was thing a, it was an easy contract to live up to. That's how bad he is. I think the Luis yeah. Severino deal, if he was healthy, like you said, Ted, when he pitches, he's he's an ace. See, Imagine having an ace for $10 million. Yeah, no. I mean, you look at the Holy roster. I mean, smokes. I mean, I wrote it down. I had some other things. I looked up. I had the stats. But you look at this, okay, right? Cole has been the best pitcher in baseball. All right? Yeah. All the best pitcher in baseball all season, right? I, I don't think there's anyone close right now. You can tell me anyone else. I don't really care. It's Cole. Considering the amount of pressure that's on him, especially considering that Pretty much everyone except for Cortez is hurt in their starting rotation. Their bullpen is not what we are expected of or used to seeing. All right, their start, their offensive lineup that you put out there is really what you would see from a Pirates, a Reds, not a New York Yankee team. Okay, I'm sorry, it's just not good enough. And you got three young kids, and I get it, Trevor. You were talking about young kids, but they're not living up to the field. Now Volpe's starting to get better, but let's understand that we live in this fantasy land because the problem is. That core four of that 90s Yankee team, we still live in the past where, like, oh, these young guys, Derek Jeter was had veteran guys around him. He wasn't the key component on that 96 team. Go back and look at that, the stories Ask of Jeter. Rod, he'll tell you. It was not him. It was the Bernies. It was the Paul Neals. It was probably other guys that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, but there was veteran guys. Pino, he didn't get Pino. to the billing until, like, four years later till 2000. But it took yep. four years. But he also had very reliable people. The Yankees were not a good team in the eighties. So then, don't you put don't you don't you have to put some uh, some credit, I guess, to the, well, the listen, older players would, like the guys like Judge and those well, guys. Then yes. why haven't well, why I haven't give credit if, to, if it could have worked in the nineties? And I get it; it it's still the Yankees. Different, I, different I era, that. different way I of doing it. And here's Trev, I get it, but still, you're supposed to, if Aaron Judge, you're the captain. You you have that. Trev, I will say this title now over your th- that not many players can say in the history of baseball. You were captain of New York Yankees. 
Why can't we have experience? We got the leadership. Why can't they all put it together? Well, here's the thing. So I'm it's, saying it's, it's a listen. First of all, it's a different game. The guys are different. The way we've talked about their built, the size, the things, you know, these guys but are it's so still strong. Baseball. I know. Here's the other thing. I get it. Baseball is baseball. doesn't matter how it's still 90 feet to the bases, still same size ball, same bat, whatever you want. But here's the thing. The guys that they had, and this goes back to your point where I, you can knock me on is guys like stick and, and Buck Showalter and Joe Torrey were very good with working with the guys and developing them guys. At the varsity level, not the JV and getting to the guys that were at the major league, they were able to maximize their talent. Now, the yeah. thing is, the players love Boone. Aaron Judge loved Boone, which means I don't care if you want to roll your eyes, that goes a long way in the New York organization. Yeah, of course. Because Boone is well liked through the organization. He is hand and foot with them. Everything that they do is in line with what he wants. There's no controversy. That's part of the reason why Buck left. He had issues with Steinbrenner. That's part of the reason why Girardi left because he, they don't want a, a no man. They want a yes man. But as long as he's in line with their thought, you might say that's a bad thing. But you. That's Cowboys, why franchise. That's why franchises like the Dallas but, Cowboys and New York but, Yankees haven't won in, yes, in a long time. But here's and here's the they thing. get yes men. We. We ha- even if we make the playoffs, are still we can't beat the Astros, and that's really what it comes down to. Because maybe us as Yankee fans need to take a step back, take the chip off our shoulder, take put the belt down, and understand that guess what? It's not World Series or bust no more. We don't live in that world no more. We I, think I, we I, live in that world because we think when we walk on the field, we're the New York Yankees, and and Babe Ruth built the stadium. That's not true yeah, no more. This is not the Yankees I, of the past I, hundred years. This is a new generation of Yankees. This is I a new way of doing that. business. When you walk in this field, the Rays don't scare. They're not scared of the Yankees, bro. They're not scared. This is not, okay. oh, my God, they're the Devil Rays. No, the Rays go, We're, come, come, let's go. Like, challenge me, like you would say. Come on, big boy. Let's go. Let's see what you're made of, high price punk. You know, Trevor, be like going down to Fairfield County playing the rich kids going, Oh, you got all the nice house and big toys? Come on. come. Let's play football. Let's line up. Let's see how tough you really are. That's what I'm saying is it's a different game and a different way of running business in, at the Yankee level, and our expectations sometimes might have to come back a little bit because we live in a world where it's World Series a bus, and, hey, like last year you would say, well, the Yankees lost to Astros. Was it a bus? Yes. Most people say yes, but that's yes. the problem. Agreed. I bet a lot of teams would not say that. Did either of you read Joe Torrey's book, The Yankee no. Years, that he wrote with Tom Berducci? So I just finished it. Was it good? And oh, it's I highly recommend it. Anybody who lived through the dynasty, get the book. It's so insightful. But he talked about in 2005, the Yankees ceased being the Yankees. The front office was so content with them reaching the postseason every year that it became less about winning the World Series and more about getting more people to come to the games, going out and signing Jason Giambi, trying to get more offense. And what Joe Torre said, and he loves he loves Giambi and some of those guys, they did not have the passion for winning that Bernie and Tino and Derek and company had those guys hated to lose paul o'neill as you guys know doesn't swear uh and all the throwing and he's screaming fudge over and over again these guys i hate to say this don't look particularly affected 
by the fact that they're losing as much as they're winning so far this season and last year. Yeah. And and I, I I'm going to say this. Aaron Judge got paid. Aaron Judge got paid. And he's comfortable. And that little bit of comfortability that comes in there. Giancarlo Stanton paid. Nothing to worry about. Again, I, I think there's a lack of passion. And, and again, just overall, the idea of winning, winning at all costs, that, that that's the end game. The, the Yankees don't seem to be approaching it like that. And they really haven't in too long, if you ask me. I get it, the whole passion thing. And <clears throat> you're 100% right. It just doesn't feel like they don't care enough. The comfortability is like, yeah, we I got paid. I, I can do whatever I want. But, Ted, you also said something, too. That's that's the wrong thing to say is that, oh, that's how teams are. It's, oh, it's okay. We got to the playoffs. Look, no matter what, I get it. It's not the 90s. It's not the early 2000s. Hell, it's not even the 2010s. The name in the jersey says Yankees. It's like the Dallas Cowboys. It's like the Los Angeles Lakers. It's like the Boston Celtics, the Green Bay Packers. What do they all have in common? Prestige. Historic. That's what they are. They will forever be, and they are always are either loved or they're hated. It doesn't matter if oh if they get to the playoffs, it's fine, and and we've accept we have to come to fruition and accept this. That's fine, but we still are the New York Yankees. We're we're never changing to the New York Pirates or the New York Tigers or the New York Royals. We're the New York yeah, Yankees. The players, the We're, employees represent the business. I get so it. So if they got the motto of Joe, Joe's motto, where, hey, listen, I, I don't need to hustle down the baseline because I don't want to pull my it. hamstring. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to have a ripped hamstring like Paul O'Neill in the playoffs, r- stretching a single into a double and almost tearing my hamstring off in the playoffs against the Cleveland Indians. I'm not going to run everybody. I'm not going to have the anger that Jeter had after losing a, a World Series. And you can hear, like, still pissed off 25 years later about losing the game or the 0-4 against the Red Sox losing against that. Like, you know, maybe the, maybe it is reverse of the curse. But here's the other thing. At the end of the day, they're not producing. Offensively, team batting average, 26 in the league, batting 228. 23rd in the league in run scored at 126. 25th in the league with hits. 24th in the league with RBIs. 28th in the league in on-base percentage. I mean, if you just want to go back a year, this was the complete opposite of what this team was doing. And something that you, me, and Joe have always preached, even when pitching was shitty, we still scored seven, eight runs. We're not scoring. I sent you a stat yesterday. It was 15 games this season that the Yankees have scored three runs or fewer. That's half their games. So if their pitching staff, which outside of Cole, who has a 1.1 ERA, Nestor Cortez has almost a five ERA. It's like four, eight, nine. All right. Uh, what's who's the um, Michael King? I'm drawing a break. The, the young kid, Clark Schmidt, oh, Johnny Brito, not been good. Johnny Brito's not been good. I mean, their pitching staff has shown flashes of being a good pitcher. And then Clay Holmes is not the ninth inning guy. I mean, we haven't really broke down this team, but he's not the ninth I inning guy. That last he's year. Go I told to you eight, guys. And Michael King should be your closer. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, yeah. Well, well, it's funny, too. Look at how well a role this Chapman's pitching in Kansas City. How well is he pitching? Because I know they only have eight wins. I he's mean, been he's outstanding. When he pitches, no he pitches well. You're, you're yeah, breaking he's, stones. No, he's actually, been pretty, he's actually been pretty good. He's been... Yeah. But here's the other thing, Trev. I would say playing in Kansas City, 
Let's be honest. We don't I we don't it. play for the New York Yankees. It's a hell of a lot easier to play in front of no one than it is when 50,000 people it. are standing on your back and there's an expectation that you're supposed to score and win every game and you're supposed to get hit every time at bat. Because in baseball, one out of three is a good day. Then guess what? What I would say is then leave New York. If well, you no, can't handle it, you get out. I, I mean, but that, but that's what Denver I'm saying for all. I'm saying this for all sports. I'm not even just saying this for the Yankees. I'm saying this for all sports. If you can't handle the pressure. Just don't go. Don't, don't sign. Don't ever sign pen, pen to paper. Don't sign pen to paper. Don't don't just go somewhere else. Go elsewhere if you don't want to deal with that pressure. But like I said, and I will state it again, you are the New York Yankees. You are the most famous franchise in the history of sports. You have the most championships in the history of sports. Your expectations, don't care what anybody says about the comfortability. I agree. I understand what you're saying, Joe, and I understand what you're saying too, Ted. But every year, it's the same motto. It's the same mantra. It should be World Series or bust. That's what it comes down to. And I get, oh, Hal's there. The, the boss isn't there anymore. You got Aaron Boone, who's the yes man. And and the yay, the hooray guy that you just can't take serious when he tries to fire you up. You just can't take him serious. You're just like, is this really the guy I, that's going to get that, us home? I would say And then you have everybody that's like all buddy-buddy. I get it. There's buddy-buddies, but you got to have that fiery passion Listen, still. And you there's, said it, Joe. There's Joe not really was, that comfortable. There's, the comfort there's really just a comfortability, and I get that. But you can't have the comfortability when you're a franchise that is sure. desperately Listen, looking. But when, it, when you're a franchise, Joe, that is desperately looking for a championship. Fans have to temper expectations, and and I get it uh, again, right? Uh, you know, uh, and I've been saying this from from the get go. I, I I said this last year. The Clay Holmes, that's not a closer. You can't just stick the the guy that's pitching well out of the bullpen and think he's going to be a closer. It's a hard job. Ask Mariana Rivera. Ask Jonathan Papelbon. And then ask the other three guys that were good at it at that time. Because that there's not a lot. I talk about the Mariana Rivera effect where we we assume every save's just gonna happen because that's where the Yankees. That's what happens. Nope. It's baseball. Like I, I say watch Sports Center any night of the week. You'll see an all-star closer give up a walk-off. That happens a lot in baseball. That's the sport. Now, the other thing, again, tempering expectations. Why does Anthony Volpe have to be the next Derek Jeter? That doesn't even make sense. As Teddy just said, Jeter wasn't really Jeter until like 2000. So what do you, what are we expecting of this kid? Like, this is the most no-win situation any young person's ever been in, 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 in like since Mickey Mantle, when they were like, hey, you're the next Joe D. Uh, what does that even mean? I, 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 what? Stop well, I, it. I, I agree with what you're saying with the temper expectations, but when you're a team that it seems like, and we were saying it's an ongoing repeating cycle where it's the same old results each and every year where you win 90 yeah. to 100 games, you get to the postseason, you face one of the same three teams who you've been, yeah. who have, have been your kryptonite for some time now, and it's the same results whether you get swept or hell, you just lose and you just don't look good. That's when the fans, and I get it, and that's where the organization should start looking in the mirror and saying, okay, uh, we got to start picking up the pace because th this isn't the 90s anymore, like you said, Ted. This isn't the 2000s anymore. This is the 2020s now. We're in a whole different era of baseball. Yeah, they probably the Yankees, thought they did but, that when they signed Randone because they're like, okay, now we have Cole yeah, I get it. Nestor I get it. with Severino, and you're going – 
Name me a better four. But I don't. Here's my thing. It was the past couple years. It was really never the pitching guys. It's always the no. hitting. Well, always the the hitting. Dude, I've been saying that every single That's year. I'm saying it was always the hitting the in the postseason. They don't have no contact hitters other than DJ. It's always the hitting. It's never the pitching. And we go in every postseason like, hope the pitching's good enough. Yeah. It's always good enough. It's been. Yes. 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 It's the hitting. They never seem to put the two things together. By the way, Teddy, think about if, if the boss was still alive today. 17 and 15, last place, May 4th. I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you two. What's the headline on the post today? Well, Wilson's all, fired. Names. Say, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Whose ass is on the line? Well, I, well, yeah. I don't think, I'll be dead honest. I believe Cashman and Boone would have both not gotten extensions. Hundred percent. George was alive. But here's the thing: as good as we, and we say that George would have had Cashman go on by now, and 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 Boone too. You would also say his temperament of the way he ran business in the beginning was not good for the Yankees because he it'd be the fly by his seat. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm in a pissed off mood. You know what? You haven't won a game for me tonight. I'm firing you." But then when Man, Showalter, doesn't sound too but bad. then when Showalter came in and brought some stability. And then they went to Tory because even Joe, I don't know if he said it in the book, but did Tory talk about his relationship with the boss and eventually how they kind of ran Joe out? Like Joe's kind of welcome more out too. Did they talk yeah. about that in the book? Very much. A lot in depth. So, so here's the thing. Crazy. But the farthest the Yankees have gotten was when Joe Girardi got him to game seven. In 2017, ALC. That's the farthest. And that was a team that we didn't expect to even get to that point. Exactly. And and then they fired their manager because he didn't in line with the way the Yankees believed the team should be run. And I think we have this expectation is that team wasn't supposed to be there. How were we not surpassed that checkpoint in the video game? That's how, have we not get, how have we not gotten over that hump? We have failed to even get to that point. That's why I'm saying as so, the fans. So which I think is makes it even more uncomfortable and even harder to us as Yankee fans from the outside looking in saying, man, we haven't even gotten over that part yet. And I guess you could, yeah, you could go back and say the Astros cheated in this point in 17 or they cheated in 19. But you know what? I could say, you know what? We just weren't good enough. You know, we weren't good enough. We couldn't overcome it. Okay, maybe the trash cans helped them. But at and the end of the day, as I would say to the Barry Bonds statement, you can take all the steroids you want. You still got to figure out a way to hit the baseball, make great contact, and put the ball over the fence. You can tell me all the steroids in the world, all the world. It did help all the other guys, but That's... it made the guys that were great even better and be be 100% for 162 games. They were going to play at elite level. It didn't all of a sudden make I'm everyone great. And that's why I'm saying 2017 seems so long ago for a team that was one game Six away from it, from a world. Yeah, that seems like an eternity for Yankee fans Third because quarter. at that time, because at that time we expected, okay, this team made it to the ALCS. Okay, things are going to be looking up. We're finally going to get back to the promised land. It's been anything but that, and it's just been frustration Cheers. after frustration that it grows to people getting growing very antsy. And I hope the franchise as a whole is looking in the mirror as well and starting to figure out, like, I get it. They have $150 million on the IL right now between all the players. It's over $150 million. I get it. That's a, lot of, don't stand that, that's, that's a lot of money in general for anybody, let alone the Yankees. Trevor, but – I'll just have to finish the last statement after you say this. You finish up your point, sir. 
Because I thought you were kind of going. No, nah, I kind of was just. I kind of was just. All I was going to say to this: Yankees play the Rays seven of the next ten days. All right, I told you this before. We're going into it. We're playing the best team in baseball right now with a JV lineup. So we'll see what happens. My only expectation is hopefully we don't lose seven out of seven and we don't fall too far behind. But you will know by the end of May if the Yankees are making the playoffs or not. Because Severino, listen, I'm telling you, because if they lose the Rays, first of all, you're not catching them in the division. We already saw that happen last year. No one caught the division. Yeah, it makes a difference. Okay. Second of all, did it make a difference last year? The reason why I said the end Listen, of May is there, because there is a the big difference between chasing a division and chasing a wild card spot. And if depending and on there's what not a lot of room for error when you're chasing a wild card spot. And all I'll say is this, Trev. The, hold on, let me finish. And the reason why I said the end of May is because, as much as I say May, Severino starts pitching at AAA this week. They're supposed to get Donaldson by and Santa back by the end of the month. If they those guys don't come back and this team doesn't start winning. This is not the old, like you said when you started this conversation long ago. This is not the same Baltimore Orioles team that wins 60 games a year. Okay. The Red Sox will still be competitive. They'll be a pain in the ass. The Blue Jays, who have already taken a series with us, might be a better team than us. And the Rays are about 50 games above us. It ain't going to matter. You're not going to make the playoffs because your division is going to be hard enough to get through just to get to the wild card. So that's why I'm saying if the Yankees don't be manageable in the month of May, they got to keep it relative. They got to keep it. With especially the wild card, they got to keep it real because I don't see this team all this expectation. Like, oh, don't worry, when Judge comes back and Stan comes back and don't. How do we not know when those guys don't get back that the 37-year-old DJ LeMay who doesn't get hurt? And then, like, you know, Volpe doesn't sprain ankle or Bader and Peraza don't slam into each other again. Or Rizzo has to take a couple weeks off because of hamstring. How do we know? Or Cole doesn't have a discomfort like, hey, we're going to shut him down. How do you know that when those guys come back, we don't have another episode of something else? So they have that expectation like, yeah, don't worry. We've got our guys come back. We'll be fine. No, you'll know it by end of May. You'll know if this team is a real contender for a World Series or we're just going to be one one and done. So that's all I was going to finish with. That's it. Eight teams in the American League currently have a better record than the Yankees. And when you look out west, Texas, L.A., and Houston, that's a problem. If one of them fades, that means two are in. There's already. So now you're you're down two spots. Thank God. For, and the central will the probably Baltimore scares me. Toronto, like Teddy said, Boston's not going to go anywhere. They'll guys, be around guys, all year. The only guys, the only division in the AL you have to worry about is the AL East. There's going to be there's going to be one team that's going to come out of the AL AL Central. Well, here's the thing: the Rangers will go for pieces. They're supposed to get Seager back. You also Don't had four teams from the AFC West going to the playoffs in the NFL last year. So no, I didn't. I'm that is a right bunch now. of B. That's a bunch of Jeff, BS. Don't be Jeff, trying to call. Don't you had everybody in that division going no, to the playoffs. I, no, I didn't. I had the Broncos not making the playoffs, and I was right about that. You had everybody else in there, but though. I did. But I did have the everybody Raiders. Everybody else. But I did have the Raiders. You, had, you have Seattle. I don't, I mean, Trevor, Seattle. listen, listen, and and yeah, listen. Seattle. I don't mean to. I'm I'm breaking your stones. That wasn't oh, a bad know. prediction. But again, and I said to you, God, it's going to be hard because they're going to beat each other up. And obviously, you know, there was some underperforming. But again, had they played the expectations, they still had to beat the crap out of each other. It makes it difficult. Right now, every team in the American League East has a winning record. Everybody, ours is the lowest, all winning records. You've got three teams currently in the West with winning records, and the two bad teams are awful. 
which means that Texas, L.A., and Houston are going to beat the crap out of Seattle and Oakland a lot this year. So this is a problem. This is a problem, and I, I agree with Ted. You got, what, 10 games coming up with Tampa in the next month or so? Seven of the next 10 days are against the race. So three this Dude, weekend. Then this could be a disaster I mean, Trevor, for the Yankees. Six out of seven against the Rays. You're talking just, you're about 14 okay. and a half out of I the know. Rays. I Everyone know. else still wins. I know Can it's a just, long season. That's the one good thing about baseball. Literally... Trevor hates all this. He doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> but he you know, doesn't want to believe. You, you do not want to. <laughs> Everybody got better. You don't want to fall in such a deficit that you're climbing such a steep mountain. Because think about the type of baseball you do have to play at the end of the season when usually the Yankees are falling apart at the end of the season. Listen, things could change. Listen, the Giant, um, the Nationals were a really poor team up until also break a couple years ago. Won the World Series, all right. So did the Atlanta Braves. They won the World Series. Could the Yankees do it? Maybe they'll do the opposite. Maybe finally we'll be so piss poor during the first half. We'll be so great in the second half. We'll roll right into the playoffs and win the World Series. And maybe we'll look back and go, man, we were idiots for freaking out on May fourth. But I you know, Frankie Montes comes back I'm and about, wins ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, did you ever see the meme with um Will and uh Uncle Phil? We? Who, who's we? Oh, I, didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say we. Don't say put me in there because you guys are the one that's already on May fourth. I'm not down on the, this. Yo, you literally just said on May fourth in the next week or so if they lose that they're not. No, I said the by the end of May you will know what type of team this is because. And then I also said for the division, at least for the division, if you lose six out of seven, you're not winning the division. Do you want to make and a then, bet right now? And then here's let's the other make, thing, Chuck. Do you really want to play that one-game playoff? Okay, who's making a bet road? with me? Who's making where, a bet with where, me? Right where now? do you think the Yankees are in the wild card standings right now? Um, Probably fourth like or fifth. Fifth. Fourth or fifth? They're fifth. Yeah. They're fifth. That's Again, I mean, it's a lot of teams. Probably, they'll probably get to, in the top three, but then do you really want to play that one game where all it has is Cole has a bad day or someone else has a bad day and their pitcher's fine, and then we lose. And then you don't have to Hell, worry I, about I, That's I, what I'm saying. Do you really I, want to play that some, one game playoff? Is somebody, somebody going to bet me? I'll bet. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? The Yankees that, you the both are already on the train of saying the Yankees are not making the playoffs. No, no, so no. I'm not let's, saying let's, that at all. I'm just saying realistic I, expectations. I, I, I do think that. I, I heard a lot of words, but all I heard is blah, 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 blah. Trevor, blah, blah. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How's this team going to turn it around? Um, When they get back, hopefully, when they get back $150 million of their clubhouse back on the team. When, when are hoping. they getting it back? What I think the biggest happening? Well, Stan and Judge will come back soon enough. Like, here's the thing also. How do we just do this a couple years ago when we had guys like Gio Urshela? And, like, how is that not – like, we just had this happen. Why is it happening again? Like, how Like how come it, it can't happens. work? Yeah, but how come it can't work? And, and the Yankees find a way to stay afloat. And sure, look, Willie, Cal why can't, Willie why Calhoun can't has now? been great. Frankie Cordero had a nice couple weeks at the beginning of the why season. Can't, they've had You're guys making like that. it why work. Can, why can't they have it continue? I'll tell you why, Trevor, because it's not a good plan. It oh, wasn't I get a good that, plan. but if it's it the wasn't only a good plan. plan when Mike Talkman was, was the starting left <laughs> fielder but Joe, for six it's straight only, months. But if it's the only plan you got, it's not even in baseball. You have it's to not run. a good plan. I Oh, I get that, but you have to run with the plan you have. But that you're not running with the plan you have. You're running with your plan B. And when you're always running with than, your plan B, your plan, plan B's, your plan B, because it's not your plan A. Some plan is better than no plan, though. 
Not for nothing. What if, Anthony, what if the Yankees hadn't re-signed Anthony Rizzo and they they decided to move LeMahieu over to this team would be this team would be in serious trouble right now if Anthony Rizzo wasn't playing baseball. I'm just saying, guys. There's 130 games left. So I mean, Chuck, what if Hicks wasn't still on that seven-year deal? We'd have no left fielder. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, listen, we let took our team. Listen, we let, took our team. Let me have it. No, you've got my, it for years. So my years. argument is still: Josh Donaldson makes twice as much money. <laughs> but that, that wasn't was bad. Twice as much. That was a bad Cashman deal. And I'll put it this way: Ugh. it's crazy to think that IKF, our shortstop, is a better outfielder than Aaron Hicks at this point. At this time, yes, dude. How about Jake Bowers? Everybody wanted Jake Bowers up, and he what did he last one play? (laughs) That was pretty nice catch. Um, He obviously got his first home run. I'm joking. Listen, I'm joking. (laughs) It's gonna it's gonna be very hard for the Yankees right now, and I'll tell you specifically why. Because really, outside of Cole, you're getting nothing consistent. Nestor's been pretty bad for the most part. Um. Johnny Brito's shown signs of it's there. He's young. He's young. Yeah, he's too young. He right, reminds well, you guys, me, you guys he reminds me, me a lot of Davey Garcia, and we see what Davey turned out to be. Um, you tell me what you guys want to do for a bet, and you let me know. There's too much inconsistency in this rotation. Rodon is still hurt, and I was back. Like, this is – I'm telling this, you. We're reaching Carl Pavano status right now, baby. The Yankees are on pace. To win about 83 games. Oh, here we go with the Joe and the pace games. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, but it's funny because Joe's the old, always the every year. They're, it's like, on oh, they're on pace, pace to win 83 games. Trev, when's the last time you've seen him That's not going to make the postseason. Place? When's the last time you've seen him in last place in May? In the division. Last place in the division. And you know what's crazy? In May? About? I thought the Red Sox were god-awful the beginning of the season. Weren't they awful? And now they're a better record than the Yankees. So what's we'll that saying? We'll see what happens. And they There's lost more... their best player in Adam Duvall. So. There's 130 games left. And they don't have my boy T-Story. They don't have my boy T-Story either, too. Trevor, think, think, about, think about anything we've ever done with our buddy Jace Garcia. What do I always say to Jace when he says the the, the Giants are going to beat the Bengals forty to nothing? I'm like, Jace, tell me, tell me how that's. Well, you think happen. I'm saying that the Yankees are going to win the World Series with this team? No, right no, but you you are very certain that this team is going to suddenly go on a on a no, what no, no, like no, a thirty five no, 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 and ten no, no, clip? No, 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 no. They're going to make the playoffs. That's all. If they win 83 they games, it. they're not winning anything in the playoffs. They're going to win 90 83 games. games isn't going to make it. So, again, my question to you is, is, is Johnny Brito going to win 15 games? Or does Rodon come back at some point and he wins 12? I think Brito is more likely to win 15 than Frankie Matas is to win five. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> You know what? I think it's more exciting when the Yankees suck or struggle because we what are you so talking much. about? No, definitely fine. not. No, if they were like last year where they're like twenty-one and six through like the first thirty games, we were like, really? There's yeah, nothing we to lo- worry about. Yeah, we loved it. We what was the problem? It. Yeah, what was the problem? I mean, come on, July eighth last year they had twenty-three losses. They're gonna have that by the end of next week. Yep. But guess what? That's my point. Last year at that time in July, they had only 23 losses. How'd they do the second half? The Yankees right now. Terrible. We're only in May. We still have like five months to go, guys. 
Shit no, you're listen. Uh, you're you're not wrong, Trevor. No, I'm you're right. Just say wrong. it, Joe. Just say it, Joe. But what I'm pointing out to you is, is I don't see how this team's magically going to start playing 700 baseball. Uh, how? No, just, give me, just give me 600. I don't think 600 would be enough. That probably takes you to about 90 wins. I still don't think that's enough. They're going to play like 700 baseball for most of the rest of the way here, or it ain't happening. Book and I, I, I'm not sure that this team's got the talent on the on the roster right now that can do that. And again, this. don't forget the other teams in the division and in the league as a whole have gotten better. You have to remember that. It looks like there's at least going to be two teams in the West competing, which again is a problem. If I may interrupt, the third, the last team in the wild card last year was the Rays. They had 86 wins. So it looks like you got to at least get to 86 because the Blue Jays had 92. And you're pacing at 83 right now. That's that's not Mariners 86. Had, Mariners had 86, nine. 86 is not a guarantee. We've seen teams win 99 and miss the playoffs. So, and the uh, Mariners had 90, Astros had 106. So you got, I think, I think they're always the magic number, as me and Joe said, magic number is 90. You got to get to 90. 90 gets you in the playoffs guaranteed. Probably. Let's track. Probably. Let's track that they get on pace to win 90 games. Because if they're not doing it, it's not going to happen. I Listen, I hope for, for their own sake things turn around because. Trevor's angry. Look how angry no, he is. I'm la- I'm la- I'm laughing right now. He's so furious no, about no, this. No, 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 no. I'm listen, very, it, I'm, listen, no, listen. I wanted to just finish. The fans are to, screaming fire boom. I wanted I mean, to finish where, up by that's saying. That's where we are on May 4th. Do you know why I was laughing and why I look like that? Because it's just funny because it's another Yankee conversation where Teddy and Joe are, it's two on one again. No, no, no. I listen, it. listen, I can, No, I, literally, I, you guys both literally were just this this might have been the most <laughs> one sided of the Yankee conversation. All, all, all these stats right here speak to what I'm talking about. Listen, they have Oh, nothing. I know, but all I'm saying is is it, that was the most one sided of you two. Trevor, I want you to be right. But I gotta, I'm gonna put my money on Teddy right now. I so think both of you were on the Yankees not making the playoffs. No, I still think they're gonna make the playoffs. I'm more the division, you idiot. I think it's the division's going over to be, with. That's fine. Forget I about know it. It's going to be extremely difficult. And to, to be as nonchalant about it as you are, I think is a little silly because, again, I think you're ignoring the fact that the West is better. There's good the teams the there. No, there's yeah, no, good. I, the West is the best. Thanks. No, for that. come on. I mean, come on. Rangers. I, we're really gonna we're gonna start buying into the Rangers after after thirty games. I mean, they game. spent like eight hundred billion dollars the last three years, dude. Yeah, one of their billion dollars is on the hey, IL. Listen. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's I just stand, one guy. That's <laughs> why I said when we have this, when we have this conversation, say on June fourth, and you're like, ah, oh, the Yankees got forty wins, and I'm like, all right, we're good. Oh, I can't wait. On June 4th. If the Yankees are 34 and 33 in May, is that going to be good enough in your mind to be like, you know what, this team still got it. We got Yeah, because we still yes, because we still that's pacing at 81 wins. And so that's because we still have another four months to go. So yes. But my thing is where they would have to win like 20 games a month, dude. That's not happening. It's not happening. 
I think with, with the depleted roster, I don't too, think this team's going to become a powerhouse. I just oh don't no, see I don't, it. I don't, I don't see. I sure, don't I'm see surprised you're not on my boat and say, you know, I hope they lose it. They'll make the playoffs. The fire bone, the fire cash. When you get your wish, everything will be happy in Trev's house. We'll get a number my, one pick. My, my <laughs> yeah, we'll take some guy out of Columbia my, who's 18 years my, old and won't play for the Yankees for four more years. We'll my screw wish, him up. My wish is to just see. New York sports back and to see the Giants win a Super Bowl. We'll find out on June 28th. I think the Giants are going to win a Super Bowl before the Yankees win a World Series. Does that hurt? No, no. I love I would love that. I would, love that. I would like, love that. That's I'm thinking, fine. I'm thinking about it though. Like, Is it coming up next what, season then? Who's the first <laughs> Yeah, what sport what uh what New York sport wins the title first? The Yankees? Well, I Mets. thought the Rangers had a good shot, but they blew that. For All me. right, so Rangers and Islanders are done. So hockey's done with. Is it baseball next? Is it Yankees or Mets? No, maybe the Knicks, baby. The Knicks. The Knicks, if they get through the heat, they beat the Celtics. Come on, focus J- on the Yankees and Mets. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, no Bu- Jimmy, Bu- Jimmy Buckets, baby. Giants are winning the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I'm not this year. Hey, we, we weren't supposed to win well, it in. Did you get your year. over? Did you get their over-under for wins this year? I didn't get the chance to see them this year. Oh, the over-under, according to Joe, for the Yankees is 83 wins. You ready? Hold on. Now, last year, I said I thought the Giants were going to win nine games. They won nine games. I went through the schedule, picked out nine wins. Did you? I watched watched the first episode of G-Men last year. I picked them to go nine and eight. That's the record. We got to we got to fact check you. We got to fact. I would love you. you to. You could look it up. I did. I said nine and eight. I, I didn't think they would make the playoffs at nine and eight. They went nine and seven and one, Joe. So you nine. were wrong. I was wrong. No, he was. But I saw me. this team is winning yeah, more true. games than losing. I thought the potential was there, so I wasn't shocked when the Giants were playing well. So the I'm Yankees, seeing so a you're team. Be right about the Yankees with eighty three wins. I'm just saying. I'm seeing a team, Trevor. That it's the same group of guys. That last year in the second half played like dog shit, quite frankly. Yeah. And the season has begun, the same group of guys, and they're playing the exact same kind of baseball. They're barely at 500. For the last year, roughly, the Yankees have been a bad team. Below 500. My hey Joe, my only thing. So again, is- my point is, can the Yankees start playing 650 baseball, Trevor? I'd love that. Trev, my fear is when this team Still does finally it. get healthy and you do have all your pieces in line and the puzzles put together, it's going to be too late. It'll be closer to the middle of July. Then I will come here and say I'm wrong. But that, until no, then, listen, I'm, that's I'm my only fear. I'm not moving the needle. That's my only fear is it's going to be too late for them to get, put everything together to catch. Listen, maybe they slip into the wild card and you're right, and then they play the one and du- one game and they win and then see what happens. But then what if you're like, what if you're playing the Rays or the Astros again now on the road and they got the home field? It's like your two nemesis are the ones you're going to have to face again. So, and it's like sayonara, see you next year again. Well, you Yankees know what they have a losing about. record on the road so far this season, by the way, and the Rays are like 17 and two at home. It's <laughs> they need ridiculous. To bring up, they need to bring up the Martian. Jason Dominguez changes everything. Tell or me. we can do what we did with we're gonna uh, be like Esteban Florial and gonna, just wait gonna, until he ages out of the system. Why can't we just be like the Braves <laughs> or Nationals from a few years back when they were god awful and they ended up winning the World Series? I'm just saying. Well, hey, you know I'm just, what? Again, I can't wait. I can't wait for them to win the World Series, and I'm just like, 
Trev, yeah, start I'm not saying that they're done. I'm saying at this point. Not yet. They're not done yet. At this point, the losing has to stop because you literally, you really got to start playing like 650 baseball. The next step, you, you, or, or you're screwed. Uh-huh. You're going to make this more difficult. So they well, need a big turnaround and it needs to happen fast. That was the state of the New York Yankees address. That was wow. That's what happens. That's good. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty. I didn't. I don't think Ted had enough airtime. <laughs> you know, if you want to uh, leave, me and Joe will finish up the show. <laughs> you want to? What do you guys? Oh, you guys will just be like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying because that's all you guys do is just agree with one another. You, say, need, you, know, you need me on those walls. You, you we need do. Someone, someone's got to talk want... some sense into us. And I'm glad it's you. Because I'm glad it's you. I am the smartest person. You don't know what smart is. You don't know what smart is. I am the smartest. Dude, you just stop. You're embarrassing yourself on national television. I'll give you one more. The only way the only way the Yankees make the postseason is if Garrett Cole wins the Cy Young. He's gonna have to have like 20 wins. He's gotta, he's gotta, he's gonna have to be the ace. Of this staff, he's been great so far. Obviously, he's got a pitch like that till October. Quick, quick, very, very quick. The Yankees making a move for a pitcher or a hitter at the. Um, I know it's in the next few months, but do you think they're making a move right now? If you, I mean, oh, you're asking me on May fourth. You already think they're not making the playoffs? So they're going to make a just... move. They're going to make a move on an actual left fielder. All right. uh, an, an everyday. Someone who you know on another team's left fielder will be our left fielder with Bader and Judge and Stanton D. Maybe they'll bring, maybe they'll when bring everybody the, gets healthy. Maybe they'll bring up Dominguez. Just saying. Here's another thing then, Trev. <laughs> You're not going to like this. How about the scenario where this team's below 500 by July 1st? Oh, boy. And you bring up Dominguez and let the kid play ball. And, you guys and are just. Right. You guys- we gotta go. You guys are being very negative towards the Yankees. <laughs> we need we need positivity back with the Yankees. I hope they win the World Series. I do, I do too. But according to you guys, they're not making the playoffs. So that was the new money on it. You should. You guys should bet me right now that the Yankees are not making the playoffs. According to you, you guys should go because you guys are you, because you guys are a tag team. So you guys should just throw in some money, and I could just take both of your money from you. I can't believe he's taking it like that, Ted. Ladies and gentlemen, you said that they're probably going to make the playoffs. All I'm saying is, is it's getting tougher and it's getting late early out there. Ted said in the the next month, if they're not looking good, they're not making the playoffs. You said the Yankees are only winning. No, I said you'll have an understanding because if they're going to be a contender or pretender. I didn't say they were going to win 83 games. I said they're pacing. We're starting to win 83 games. That's not me. That's mathematics. We're starting. We're starting the pot over here, baby. <laughs> no, I think I think the sun in Florida is getting to your brain and, and squeezing it and drying it out because like a dead grape. I know. <laughs> been a while. It's been a while. Been a while. It's been a while. Like a dead grape. You know what we call a dead grape? What was that going to be? What were you going to say? Wine. You know what they say about wine as you get older? They age like fine wine, like me. As I get older, I age like fine wine. We're all growing gray hairs. It's a beautiful thing. That's what the Yankees do to us right now. 
But don't worry. Don't worry, because once the Yankees don't make the playoffs, Joe and, and Ted can enjoy their nice Boy. chicken parm <laughs> at Weathersfield Meat House while I'm sitting here in Florida saying, damn it. Yeah, while people are asking him, hey, can you pump my gas for me? And he can go, oh, I don't work here. Whoa, what are you talking about? I look Italian. I shave. Not in Florida. Teddy, you know what? We'll we'll do some golf in this October since we won't be able to watch it. No, you guys Yankee gotta go baseball. do you, you guys gotta go do some wiffle ball. Here you go. No, here's the thing. Sienna just asked a question. He ain't going coming to this side of the country. No, he's staying in LA. I wouldn't I would say he's either going back to the Angels or he's going to the Dodgers. Yeah, no. listen, not for nothing. Uh even if the Mets signed him and Mike Trout, they would still be like the Angels. <laughs> You know what I mean? It wouldn't wouldn't matter. Let's see what happens with the New York Yankees. We will definitely be talking more and more after the next week and a half. Yeah, we'll seven, seven, seven of the next ten games are against yeah. the uh, Three this okay. weekend, then three against the A's, and then four against the Rays next week. They start this weekend in Tampa, then they're home. So. I'll I'll jump I'll jump on the boat if they uh, get swept by the A's. I'll just say, all right, the season's gonna take because <laughs> if they lose to the they A's, they get swept by the A's. From, we have the bigger this discussion. is. This is such a pivotal week, week and a half for this team. Yes, I agree. If they're either going to play well, and I'll come back next week and say, "Oh, I, I, I was wrong, and I overreacted," or it's fu- it's fun. It's funny because right before the show, Joe was talking to his kid, and he was saying, "Yeah, it's going to go for a ha- half hour." That's how you just know, like you just got yeah. three tires. You just got My three tires because we literally, because we literally just got, we literally just went another forty minutes. Yeah, because that, twenty minutes ago I said, here, let me make my last point. If the Yankees don't make the playoffs, and then somehow we went to an hour and nine minutes, but that's okay because well, Ted, you were talking for like fifty minutes of like uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had to, we had to get our we had to get our time too, you know. Well, because someone wants to speak some intelligent talk other than your dumbass. <laughs> Spell intelligence. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go Yankees. Let's see how the NBA playoffs shape up. And next week we'll be talking, me and Ted, some NFL quarterbacks and conferences. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. We are out.